Locals Locals Podcast is your boy Norbs. And I decided to bring on a legend in the sport. One of my favorite sports in the world. I grew up in a in a Puerto Rican uh family. So you know boxing was was always gonna be in the family. And um luckily my friend uh, Jesse was able to reach out to this individual and 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 bless me with the interview. Uh Mr. Richard Steele, welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh man, thank you, man. I know you got a busy schedule. I, know, I see you're at the school, you're still involved in boxing after all the years of uh of you being in the sport. Yes. Um I mean, you've been you've been in boxing for over what? I mean, I, I know it. I was re- <laughs> I'm 76 years old. I've been in boxing ever since I was 14. Jesus Christ, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I I know you were a professional boxer. I mean, you 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 boxed in the Marines and then you you went pro, correct? Yes. Um, then you you did probably. The most critical job in the history of sports, period, whether it's football, basketball, bas- a, a, a referee, probably the most critiqued individual that will always get there, whether it's basketball, uh, with guys not agree with calls. How'd you, how'd you decide to get into refereeing after um, being a pro in boxing? Well, the, the way it was, I was boxer has been a big part of my life. And I wanted to stay in boxing. Okay. So after I, I, I fought, I fought, uh, I fought amateur boxing for, for about six years. And after I went to the Olympic, uh, uh, Olympic tryouts and, uh, I didn't make the Olympics, but when I got back, the next thing for me to do is to, to go pro. Mm-hmm. So I went pro, and I I stayed pro for seven years. Mm-hmm. I fought pro. I had sixteen fights. I was twelve and four, and then I got injured. And so when I got injured, I thought I was out of boxing. Mm-hmm. And you know, God is good. God calls athletic athletic commission, and they called me and asked. Uh, asked me would I become a referee. Mm-hmm. And then I became a referee for 35 years, and that was a, that's what kept me in the boxing. I mean... Refereeing boxing. <laughs> and then, you know, I know how much boxing helped me. Absolutely. And helped, helped raise uh, four kids. And all of my kids have... And graduate from college, they okay. all have wonderful life, and then think boxing has meant so much to me, and has done so much for me. Yeah, you know that I just wanted to stay in the boxing, and referee was a way for me to stay in boxing, you know, and help young people. So once I start uh, thinking about retiring from refereeing, that's when I opened up. A Richard Steele uh, Boxing Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I've been in boxing, you know, ever since I was 12, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, I'm I'm 76 and I'm still here at my gym. I have about 
40 kids, 40, 50 kids at my gym right now learning how to box. At the same time, they're learning how to respect others yeah. and respect themselves. I mean, and that's beautiful. I mean, look, 76 years old, still taking, still going strong, uh, still helping. It's an amazing thing. Um, in boxing, especially, I mean, a lot of people don't know, I think the average salary of a boxer today is about 30000 a year, and that's basically after paying everybody off or whatever. So you got to have a real love for boxing in order to um, to continue it. How do you feel? Yes. I mean, what advice would you give a lot of these guys? Because a lot of people don't understand that. When boxing, it's not like the NFL or the NBA where you go to college and then you get drafted. It's kind of like a hustle. You you kind of got to do it on your own. What advice would you yes. give these individuals? Well, you know, the th- my advice is to to tell them how boxing has always prepared me mm-hmm. for other jobs. You know, okay. I mean, I went I went through the training of boxing. I ended up going through the. Uh, California Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. I had to go through their academy. I was I went through their academy because of, through my uh, training in boxing has uh, prepared me for that. Yeah. So boxing prepared me for life. You know, I, I, I retired from the Sheriff's Department and, uh, you know, I just keep going. Boxing prepared me for all the jobs that I've had. You know, I, I counsel and deal with young people because of boxing, mm-hmm. you know. And so I show, you know, keep people in, in school and help them to get through college because of boxing. That's what it did to me, Yeah, you know. Cause, and cause, so mm-hmm. boxing is a wonderful sport, Yeah, you know. And uh, like I said, uh, I've raised, you know, four kids. Yep. I raised four kids and got them through college because of boxing. Yeah. Boxing is a wonderful sport. Mm-hmm. Boxing, you know, all over the world. I have traveled all over the world. Yep. You know, and my kids have traveled with me all over the world. So, you know, it's a wonderful sport. You know, I made a decent living. And, uh, you know, I've always owned my home and Boxing is a wonderful sport. No, I mean, I, I love the sport. I love watching it. But a lot of people don't know the intricacies in terms of boxing. People see Mayweather. People see uh, Canelo Alvarez. They see these guys making millions of dollars. But in boxing, it's only a handful of individuals that are actually making that type of money. And it's because they've been picked up by big promoters. But there's still thousands of, I mean, I don't know how many boxers are out there in the world that aren't actually um, getting to that level. So it's very difficult. Like you said, he was in the sheriff's department. I know um, a friend of mine, he's a boxer. I know uh, a couple of people that are pros, and they, they actually work regular jobs as well. How difficult is to balance right. that? And, and it's kind of like like when you're a Canelo Alvarez and you're signed so young, your whole life is boxing, so you're able to focus on boxing. But when you're not right. one of those big names, you have other obstacles. Is that a – how how is boxing doing things to actually fix that? Because it's kind of not a, not an even playing field. It's kind of – uh, more difficult than people know. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's the name of the game. 
Yeah. I mean, you either want to do it or you don't, you know? You got, you're going to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to do something. I'd rather be taking care of myself and training and being in good shape and, and have a long, living, long lifespan, mm-hmm. you know, healthy lifespan, so I can do all the other things that I want in life. Yeah. So I can, I can get the different jobs that I want in life, you know? So you got to prepare yourself uh, through life. And that's the way boxing does. It, it prepare you through life for a life jobs that you must have. In terms of, um, again, like I was saying, all the boxes that are up there, there's, like I said, there's only a handful of guys that, that kind of get picked up by these promoters. And there's guys that are basically, you know, still trying to make it, still trying to make it. It's a pretty difficult yeah. uh, transition. It, it's kind of weird. Like, boxing is the most difficult to me, structured sport. And, and, and it's kind of crazy. A lot of people don't actually understand that. Like, again, to me, it's kind of weird. Like, even with the, um, like you said, you, you've been lucky to live 76 long years and, and probably could go for another 30. You know what I mean, at this point. But a lot of boxers don't actually get to that age because of a lot of the um, head trauma that they face. And, and it seems like in the NFL um, and other sports, they take, they, they kind of take more of an, of a, Precautious, um, they take steps to, to kind of keep the boxers safe, and in boxing it doesn't seem like that. We had three deaths last year, if I'm not mistaken. Three boxers um, died in the ring, and um, I was watching a video blog from one of your um, well, he's not a colleague of yours, but a ref just like you, uh, Steve Willis. And Steve Willis had said in his YouTube video that a lot of times boxers will train, catch concussions, and not report it. And what ends up happening is that's how you could get um, serious head trauma, and 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 he kind of blamed. Well, he kind of said that's the reason those individuals um, died because people weren't taking care of them. What what, are, what is actually the steps going into a fight? Do, do the refs actually get knowledge of these individuals and in, of sparring of any injuries, anything beforehand? What what actually happens no, before? No. No, but no, the athletic commission, athletic commission, uh, go to. Uh, pro, uh, the medicals, and they go to MRE, MRI. They take good care of those boxers. And they, they, they have, uh, you know, if, if you get knocked out, you know, mm-hmm. you got over 60 days, and you got to go through all kind of tests with doctors, okay. with neurosurgeons. And, you know, we, we have it really good for boxers now. You know, boxers, you know, like, we can't, I tell you, you have more dabs in football than you do boxing. I actually, I mean, during play, that. I've never a lot seen of people any don't know that. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yeah. You know, you you, you got you have more dabs in football than you did in boxing. I mean, boxing is not the kind of brutal sport where you know guys get killed in the ring. You know, we have one or two dabs every once in a while, but you know, you have way more than that. In, in football, well, uh, you know, Richard, not to, not to cut you. Yeah. We had UCLA did a did a special uh, seminar yeah. on trauma, head trauma. Yes, yeah, CT, you absolutely. Know, those, mm-hmm. You know, those football players, they always have head trauma because they, you know, running running into each other with the head and everything. But you know, boxing is much safer. You think it's safer? Than a lot of people think it is. 
Well, I, yes. Let me yes. let me it's say safe, this. It's safer than football. Well, I'll say this. You you said I, in play in play three boxers died during the fight. You know what I'm saying? And in, in football, I've no, never no, actually when, seen. Where was that at? Um, shit, I can look it up. I know it was, who was it? It was a uh, it was a kid last year. He started throwing up in the middle of the ring. I think it was three deaths and died afterwards. I can actually bring it up. Let me um find it. <laughs> Well, well, that's, well, I didn't hear about that. I'll tell you right now. I you actually know, pulled it up for I didn't you. hear about three. I, I actually, I'm going to pull it up right now for you. Uh, 2000, okay. 2019, deaths in boxing. And I'm saying, like, there's no headgear, right? There's no, no. headgear, which is kind of crazy. And a lot headgear of the... Headgear doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Headgear doesn't stop uh, brain damage. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, some type of cushion. I can look. So it says, list of deaths due to injuries sustained in boxing. July 2019, Maxim, uh, I can't even say his name, Dadashev, he died. Um, Hugo Alfredo um, Sanatellan, he died July 25th. September 21st, Boris Stanchoff and Patrick Day died October 12th. This is all last year through the head, through the, um, head injuries in boxing after their fights. Not in the ring. Not in the ring. They didn't die in the ring. They might have got injured in the ring and went to the hospital and passed away. I mean, is that but, not the um, same thing? Like, you get hurt in the ring and you go to the hospital the same night and you die? That's that's kind of what that is, though. Ain't that, Richard? Well, you know, when boxing is the oldest sport there is. Yes. Mm-hmm. The oldest sport there is. You know, man against man has been uh, the first uh sport there was, you know. And and I and I go to say that boxing is more safer than football. I know it is. What do you mean sacred? You have more damage in football than you do in boxing. Mm-hmm. More well, head trauma. We just did a we just did a, a concussion a series, you know. And, and, and the football, because they start playing in Pop Warner, crushing hands, and those coaches are, you know, they really egg them on to uh, uh, hammer against hammer. Yeah. You know, that's why that's why they're they trying to change some of the rules and regulations right now in football because there's been too many people that got hurt I know, and, I mean, and died. Listen, I, I agree with you, but I, this the reason I brought it up is because in the NFL, a lot of people get CT over time. Junior Seau eventually ended up having head trauma, killed himself. But legitimately playing during the thing, they haven't died. And not to mention, like what I was saying was, the NFL's kind of taking <laughs> steps. What steps are boxing taking? Look, I'm going to read this to you right here. A 27-year-old Patrick Day was knocked down three times in his fight versus Conwell. The final knockdown that stopped the fight was particularly brutal as Day's head violently bounced off the canvas. Seeing the, day, seeing the way Day fell, the referee immediately stopped the fight. Day was rushed to a hospital where he began to suffer seizures and shortly after fell into a coma. Doctors then performed emergency brain surgery. Four days later, on October 16, 2019, Day died from what he was described as a, a traumatic brain injury. Following his death, boxer promoter Eddie Hearn said the sport needed to become safer. Um, Knowing that you've been in the sport so long, is boxing taking um steps to make it safer? Because I think boxing is the most every brutal year, sport. Every year, we... Mm-hmm. We have seminars. We study boxing. Mm-hmm. We go to UCLA Medical. We go. We go to 
uh, a brain uh, trauma a hospital right here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. I mean, we always take steps. Referees always uh, uh, safety is the makes the Absolutely. most and the first important step for a referee. Absolutely, and, and listen, throughout yeah. your career, I mean, you've been through the biggest fights: Razor Ruddick versus Mike Tyson, uh, Chavez versus Taylor. You've been through, I think, over I think it's like three hundred fifty pro fights, something like that. When what is your when when you're watching these fights when you're actually in the ring right, and again I, I think this is the most I, this is one of my favorite sports if not number one one a, when you're refing and you're seeing these guys go at it what are you looking for, uh, because a lot of people talk about the early stoppages what exactly is your approach when you're walking in that ring and you're seeing I these two words I refereed for thirty five years mm-hmm. I refereed for thirty five years and not one major damage mm-hmm. fighter ever came out of the ring on one of my uh, uh, work of reference. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. never. Absolutely. None, none. Mm-hmm. And I've been in there with all of them. I mean, your Nine resume times, speaks for itself. Five times, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of Chavez, all of the great punchers, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and all of my 35 years of reference, I can honestly say not one fighter got out of the ring that was seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's also because, I mean, you're a Hall of Fame ref. Let's be honest. You're a legend in this. And a lot of people... <laughs> I'm, I'm just, listen, yeah, but there's a whole lot of Hall of Fame refs. I, I mean, I, I, I know, absolutely. But obviously, you're there, like I said, you're there to make sure everybody's safe and everything like that. But I'm just saying, like, like what can boxing do? Not Even if you don't, if you're saying they are, what, what is or what can boxing do to actually make the sport safer? Because, again, like, four deaths in a year is kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Four deaths in ten years is too much. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. but um, you know, uh, they just have to keep. They got to, you know. See, I think a lot of the fighters that you're talking about, they go in the ring, they go in a fight with damage. That, that's what Steve Willis so said. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of damage is done in the gyms. The gyms are not run pro- properly. And there's too much uh, fighting and too much uh, sparring in the gym. Okay. So, what can boxing do to fix that? Because if are you saying like some of these gyms are worth holding information, medical information that could cause a fight or death? Because how is that not reported? If 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 we're sparring and they don't even know about it, they don't even know about it. But how is that possible? Sparring in the gym. They got guys sparring in the gym, and, and they don't even see it when it happens. Really? The guy go home thinking that he's all right and everything. Goes right back to the gym the next day and spar again. Wow! You know, the I'm... coaches, the trainers, they gotta they gotta uh, look at their fighters more closely. Mm-hmm. Now. I mean, listen, I, I agree with you. Like, I got friends that box. Um, I know uh, a few people that box now. Chris Colbert, um, my man, uh, Frank Galarza, he, uh, he's a fighter at um, uh, welterweight. Um, it, it's a scary sport. And when you see go, people go up there and take them shots, it's insane. But but for, 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 for trainers, you're saying basically some of these trainers are being negligent. What's happening? To, how do we prevent that? Are these guys getting fined when... Uh, like, are they going on an investigation? Like, when it, when a kid is 27 years old, dies in the ring, 
You know, you're saying he's getting hurt over there. Who's policing that? Because that's crazy. And, and again, a lot of it has to do with these guys don't make a lot of money. The majority of these guys don't make a lot of money. So this is how they feed their family. The how trainers, you, mm-hmm. the, the little ones of the fighters, and it's everybody's. Yeah. It's everybody's job to make sure that the the, the fighter is doing well mm-hmm. and it's not being seriously hurt. It's everybody's. Uh, it's everybody's job. Mm-hmm. But it, you it, know, that, yeah, no, the no. wives, the, mm-hmm. the, the the children of the fighters. Something's wrong with daddy. I don't, he don't see you right. It's everybody's job. No, I mean, I, I, I the get... fighter is with the fighter's with the family more than he's with the trainer. Absolutely, but but this is what I'm saying. Like when Steve Willis put out that that blog, it struck me insane. When I see boxing, I see the lights, I see the cameras, and I see people. A lot of people critiqued Floyd Mayweather for not being as um, engaging. And he basically said, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to be Muhammad Ali. I don't want to go through those situations. I'm going <laughs> to take care of me. He's made, But he's making so much money, he can do that. A lot of these fighters can't miss that meal. They can't miss that fight because they can't feed their families. What can, like, in my opinion, what is boxing going to do? Like, the commissions, you can't keep having people just pass away off of the sport and act like it's swept under the rug. The fact that you didn't know it was four people and you are a boxing historian, you know, it's crazy. Like, you can't sweep this type of stuff under the rug. And I feel like somebody has to be held accountable. And I understand what you're saying with okay, the families. Okay, well, you tell me. You, mm-hmm. tell, you tell me what should they do. What should they do? I mean, uh, Richard, you, you've been a ref for years. I mean, listen, boxers, again, the Boxing Commission, <laughs> to me, <laughs> I'm just being honest. It, it, I, like I said, there's, there's, there's like, uh, if you sign a golden boy or whatever, some of these guys are making a lot of money. And, and again, people aren't making a lot of money. But these commissions need to take care of these fighters that, that they have registered with them. At least check okay, them out how, in the ring. How, I, I how? don't know. How? I'm asking you, Richard. Richard, you've been there for years. I mean, I'm asking you because you've been around it. What, what do you they think have, can happen? They have seminars. We have, I have yeah. like at least four four seminars mm-hmm. a year at my gym. Okay. At least four years. Okay. Talking about the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. Safety and how to do your job better. Okay. We train the referees. We train the judges. We train the, the all of the people about the safety of boxing. How about the commissions? Like who like who's actually commissioning that? Like are they, they are that... they are the ones that they are the ones that are in charge of the seminars. Okay. The commission of of like WBO, WBA, those guys, correct? No, no, that's not the that's not the commission. Okay. So, so I mean, like the athletic every Las Vegas, state, yeah. Has, yeah. Every state has their own commission. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is sanctioning. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That was a mistake. They have not, they have nothing to do with the states. Mm-hmm. So each state basically has their because I, I, I remember when um I forgot who lost their license. They had to go to Mexico to fight. So each state can overrule another state. But I mean, in terms of the safety, this is what I'm saying. I think it has to be something universal because it's just. You don't want to see young men passing like that, but you say they have seminars, and I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see more uh, safety in there. And I just kind of want to know for the fans, especially, like what can what is being done. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, well, we having seminars every year. Yep. And, and we talk about uh, the different uh, fights, and we talk about the different injuries, mm-hmm. and we talk about the jobs that the referees are doing, and talk about the jobs that the doctors are doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean. But, you know, like, it also, 
somebody got to talk to those trainers. The Absolutely. Trainers mm-hmm. With the fighters close more than anybody else, and they are closer to the fighters than anybody else, and they should, they know if the if the guy is not talking right or if he's not walking right. They yeah. they with the guy. They train him every day, mm-hmm. so they are the ones that have to take some the responsibility to say, "Hey, wait a minute, we're gonna stop this fight." Oh no, absolutely. I mean, we just had a stoppage in the Deontay Wilder fight where he was getting beat bloody in the entire fight, which I thought it right. could have been stopped right. earlier, and I thought and that was the, the right trainers, decision. Mm-hmm. The trainers, they got to step in and, and do their job better. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely. And 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 um, I, I agree with you 100% on that. I just want to see it. To, I don't I don't want to see these kids going. And, and if, it's, if it is the trainers, they have to be held to a standard, and I feel like they need to be investigated a lot more often. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to when see... When you say investigated, when you say investigated, what are you talking about? For instance, um, when when a fight's going... So Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder, and, and they just had a fight. So you say investigate. Investigate the trainers how? How I mean, are you going let, to let me, let, me, let, me, let me say it differently. I think the guy, that the, uh, the trainer that threw in the towel, he did the right thing. I'm talking about in training for these fights. I feel like somebody has to kind of police the situation because if they're not reporting injuries like you said you said they some of these guys don't uh report the injuries that and that could lead to a death there has to be something done if it if it is directly the trainer and from these from whoever is um you know from the athletic state commission or whatever is is that you think do you feel like that's something that's possible that can't happen no i don't think so because you know you you, you have to look at each each you got to look at it, you know, each fight all over the world, and somebody's got to be there to, you know, you know to do the job. Mm-hmm. Who's going to do that? I mean... You know, who's going to do it? I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I, I feel like there's definitely got to be enough money <laughs> Who's going to do it, and who's going who's gonna to pay, who's going to come up with the money to pay them to do it? I mean, who's making the who's making the millions? The promoters? I mean, maybe Bob Harrell, maybe somebody's got. I don't know. I don't TV, know who's making the money. TV. The yeah, I mean, promoters. yeah. T. I mean, look, yeah, they got yeah. Fox decided uh, that wasn't a cheap deal. You're telling me they can't put money aside to make sure these fighters are safe and they're watching these trainers while they're training them. I mean, I'm just yeah, saying, I, I love the sport. You know, I got a lot of family yeah. in the sport, and I, I just don't want to see that. And, and again, you've been refereeing. You've Never had that type of incident. And I know you don't want to see it. I just want to see the sport continue to flourish and, and grow in a way that these kids aren't putting themselves in danger, at more danger than what they're already doing, you know? That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. Everybody that really loves the sport of boxing, mm-hmm. you know, they got to want to make it more safer. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, if it is the trainers, something has to be done to where – these guys got to get police on I mean, that's how I feel. And, again, if these guys are making millions and millions of dollars, they have to do something to protect these guys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. What was You're going to do something to, say, to mm-hmm. save the sport. Absolutely, because, you know, a lot of guys aren't boxing anymore as frequently. There's no, the heavyweight division is, um, let's be honest, it's garbage. Like, compared to what it was in the 70s, um, you know, uh, 80s and 90s, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> Richard, like I can't stand it. <laughs> I mean, we got four yeah. heavyweights, literally four. I can't even name anybody past the fourth one. We got Ruiz, we got Wilder, right, right. Anthony Joseph, 
and we got Fury. And that's it. I mean, before, in the, in, you know, we had Tyson Lewis, um, Riddick Bowe, Evander Holyfield. We had a bunch of a bunch of guys. Even before that, I mean, you know, you had, a, I mean, what, 70s? You had Ken Norton, Muhammad Ali. Uh, I mean, you could keep going for days. But now, it seems like <laughs> yeah. nobody's boxing anymore in the heavyweight. Everything's at from, like, 126 yeah, to 147. Mm-hmm. It's a tough sport. Tough sport. What, what do you What do you think? Yeah. What do you think they could do to fix the heavyweight division? Because to me, it's just not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I wish I did know. I give me a heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to. I wish watch, I did know. You, you you literally got to ref the greatest era probably ever of of heavyweights ever. Yeah. You know, with Tyson. You're right. You're right. You know, um, and You're it's just. Right. To see the heavyweight division what it is today, it's got to make you a little sad, Richard. Like it's just like, come on, like this is. Yeah, yeah. We had we had twenty twenty uh, boxes from one to twenty, and if you if you look at the the first twenty, it was like twelve of them. Mm-hmm. Twelve out of twenty has been the world champion. Yeah. So that's how good they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how good they were. You know. Yeah. But. You know, all the money, the fast money, they don't stay. They don't stay in the gym long. They always making money, going on trips and everything. So, you know, that took a lot of, believe it or not, that took a lot out of boxing. Took a lot out of making the kid, uh, you know, really tough it up and go to the gym every day, run every day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's. You know, because there's so much money in the, in the game. Though. Absolutely. Listen, and, and it's got to be hurting boxing as a whole that the heavyweight division was always the crown jewel of boxing. For, for whatever, when you have, you when you talk boxing, the first names of like Ali, Foreman, you know what I mean, Frazier, uh, Tyson, that's always been the crown jewel of boxing. And now the, 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 the division's trash. And it seems like other like the UFC starting to pick up. Like it's it's got to be killing some of these promoters. Don King made his living in the heavyweight division. He's nowhere to be found anymore. Um, I mean, what happened? Well, he's old. <laughs> I mean, no, he's yeah, old. he's eighty-six years old. And he, you know, he was. I'm just saying. You can't blame it on Don King. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying you Don know, King. Don King is only one person. Yeah. But I mean, what about all of us? Yeah, no, no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he was known for the heavyweights. Once the heavyweights are gone, it's you know kind of irrelevant. Like this for years. Yeah, it, it just it's just sad, man. Because I used to love. I mean, there was nothing better than sitting in my grandfather's house, going to see a Tyson fight, even though it used to last about two rounds, or seeing you know <laughs> it, you know it, it it was great. Those were the days, and now it's like no heavyweight fights. Yeah, you know, there's none. Well, we got to we got to get some young kids. You know, what happened a lot of the time, mm-hmm. uh, the kids got so much to do. Kids can play golf now. They can, yeah. they, they can uh, play hockey. They they got so much other things to do than the box. Boxing is hard. Yeah, absolutely. They can do the easy sports. A lot of people said a lot of those guys that used to be great heavyweights have all went to play the NFL. They're like, screw that. We're going to the NFL. That's what a lot of people say. They just yeah. don't play. They don't box anymore. It's and it's it's it kills no, me. No, they go to school. They go mm-hmm. to school. <laughs> yeah, it's, they go to school and they get scholarships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and a lot of people call boxing a dying sport because of it. Because there's no more heavyweight division. I mean, I'm I'm personally I love Canelo Alvarez. He's my favorite boxer. I think he's the best pound for pound fighter in the world. I love watching him. But it almost seems with him, there's nobody left for him to fight either. Like, I mean, who's he gonna fight? Yeah. 
I mean, who just could He just went to light heavyweight, knocked off Kovalev, knocked, knocked off Kovalev, right? I mean, is boxing dying? Do you feel that? Uh, boxing is dying because we, you know, we don't even have the Olympics. We might not even have boxing in the Olympics anymore. You know, they talking about taking it out. So I mean, you know, boxing, you know, is is dying to a certain extent. But you know, I think it's always be man against man. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, it's got to I mean, kill you. I, I got I got sixty kids in my gym right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, boxing always gonna be there. You know, it's just you think the glory days are kind of done. I mean, listen, there's still some good fights coming up. Uh, we got Lomachenko, Poly fighting Tiamo, uh, Tifeamo Lopez, yeah. which I lo- I can't wait for that fight. I think that's gonna be a good fight. Who, who yeah. do you got? Who do you got winning that fight? Oh, I don't know, Chingo probably. <laughs> Oh, you got you got you got um Lomachenko. Yeah, I think you know his style and power mm-hmm. might might bring bring him across. Okay, okay, okay. The welterweight division is kind of taking a dip too. I mean, nobody wants to fight. I mean, it seems like Bud Crawford and Errol Spence is never going to happen. Commissions are staying in the way again. I mean, the promoters. I mean. Um, is that is that ever going to get fixed? Is, is, are we just going to still keep doing this Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather six years late? No. Uh, is it I ever going to change? Not. I don't even want to see Pacquiao fight again. Uh, me neither. I, I, I don't want to see it either. But um, I definitely want to see um, uh, Bud Crawford versus uh, Errol Spence. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. 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 If, Spence, if Spence is okay, you know, I'm not for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah the accident. Yeah. You know, after that accident, I don't know much that took on, you know. Mm-hmm. But we will see in time, you know. Right. Okay, I got to get ready to get this uh, class out of here. Richard, I appreciate your time. You're a legend. Thank you, my God brother. God bless you, man. Keep on, fighting, keep on fighting for boxing, man. Keep <laughs> on, you know, making sure that we have boxing for all the young kids to enjoy like we have enjoyed all the years. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Can I ask one more question real quick before you go? Or you got to go. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Floyd Mayweather goes 50 and 0, fights um, Conor McGregor. Do you feel that that should have counted? That shouldn't have never happened, but, I you agree. know, that's the way this world is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The world is all messed up. It seems like money you know? makes boxing go round. That's how it seems right now, to be honest. Yeah, you know what I mean? We got. We got, you know, we got a guy running for president that that, that married another man. What are we talking about? <laughs> Where is the first lady going to be? Who is the first lady going to be? I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even want to think about that. Richard. That's just, I don't even know. I have no clue. You know, I didn't even I mean, know that. I can't believe it. I can't believe what this world is coming to. Yeah. Two men kissing each other on TV. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, listen. To each his own on that one, but uh, Rich, man, I definitely well, appreciate man, you. Know, man. You know, hmm? We got we got no trouble. Boxing ain't nothing compared <laughs> to what this world is doing, and, and uh, man, what this world is coming to. I mean, hey, man, uh, everything changes for a reason. But I definitely want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, Richard. You're a All legend. Right. Um, thank you for the for the opportunity to interview you, brother. Thank you so much, man. All right, brother. God be with you. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye.